0: We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Marketing Espresso. I hope that you are well today. It is great to be back in your ears. I hope you're having a really good week. I hope it's productive. I hope you're kicking goals. I hope your sales are going up. You know, that's that's a cool thing to have happen. I hope your marketing is happening. (laughs) that's my little kickoff for you today but also I just wanted to forenote today's episode and say before we get into content if you're ready to work with me all my details in the show notes if you're listening to this podcast we're probably pretty aligned so I would absolutely love to hear from you don't forget you can work with me you can get this genius in your brand Imagine. And I love that I call myself genius. (laughs) So let's jump into today's episode because it's something that I'm pretty passionate about. It's probably one more for my bigger businesses, uh, but also for smaller businesses as you grow and continue to grow. Something to really keep in mind uh, that does happen in business. And that is this great divide between sales and marketing. Now, we're not going to make this about my dating life, but I did go on a date with (laughs) Someone in sales, okay? He was a sales manager for quite a big brand. And we had a joke about how much sales and marketing hate each other. And it just just really stuck with me. Now this date was actually in December, okay, so that's how much (laughs) this has stuck with me because it made me realize that it wasn't just in my career that I had noticed this great divide. It was actually even in a sales manager's career that he's noticed this divide and he thought it was appropriate on a date to have a crack at the fact that I'm in marketing and he's in sales. So it is not an imagined great divide, it is a real thing. Now, just so you're asking, the date went well. There was a second one, but there was no third. He ghosted. That's right. (laughs) Look it up if you don't know what that means. Back to actual business stuff here, but glad I could give you guys that insight into my personal life. Now, this great divide between sales and marketing, where did it begin? Well, I don't know. And I'm not a historian and there's certainly not a Wikipedia page on it. But what I can tell you is that it can stop with you and changing the culture in your workplace or breeding the correct culture. I was always quite shocked in corporate jobs and as a marketing manager and a CMO, and as I went up the ranks, when I would see th- these just arguments that didn't need to happen between these two teams that should have been working in alignment. They should have been coercing together, they should have been sharing information and it always felt like a major struggle to get a sales team to collaborate with a marketing team. And I cannot to this day understand why. At the end of the day, marketing's job is to facilitate sales. Sales job, sales the sales team's role is to convert those leads and not whinge about them. <laughs> I wish that's okay, that's my bias coming to it as being on the marketing side. But we see this great, you know, like sales be like, oh, the leads are shit. Now, it's a really great statement to make, okay? But there's two things about that. Are the leads actually shit? And the problem with a sales team coming out with these blanket statements now, you may be experiencing this, it may be a lesser version of this. But the thing is, we need to actually look at those leads and say, well, are they qualified? Are these the sort of leads that we want to come into the business? Now, your marketing team should be taking control of that. Your marketing team should at any point when a sales team comes back to them and says, we're not seeing results, that marketing team should be able to say, well, actually, these are highly qualified leads. They fit this criteria. Because with all our data now and the fact that Google gives us data, Facebook gives us data, we can get so much information on the people that are searching and the people that are hitting our landing pages. There's absolutely no reason why we shouldn't know how highly qualified or unqualified these leads actually are. So it's really easy to identify these days, is it a sales team issue or is it a marketing team issue in the fact that they're not bringing in good quality leads? Now, has the sales team actually, ha- as a management team, have we identified what a good quality lead looks like? Hmm, I'll leave you with that thought. Now, so this, this is obviously the lead's argument. That's just one component of sales and marketing hating one another, or as I say it. Hate might be a strong word, but we're going to use it. The next stage is content creation. And this is where the whole business should be working really intrinsically together to ensure that the best quality content that's so relevant and market leading is hitting your socials, your blogs, your emails, all of your marketing messaging. Because I'm sure within your business, if you map out every key customer touchpoint you will see that most people in the business are touching the customers at some point. (laughs) That sounded creepy, but you know what I mean? They're having contact with your customers. So if they've got a touch point with your customer, what are they like? What is that touch point? What is the conversations that are happening at that touch point? Do customers have regular questions that keep coming up? Because if one customer has that question, I can guarantee you another 15 do at least. Or if, if a customer gives us an insight as to why they're not using competitor through whether it be accounts, uh, customer service, sales team, marketing, whoever's talking to whoever, if we're getting these insights, this is gold for content creation. So instead of our marketing team trying to guess what's going on in our customers' heads, We have a whole range of people within a business that are constantly touching, I said it again, (laughs) but constantly having contact with these customers. And we need to use that and somehow get those people in the organization feeding that information back to your marketing team. There's many ways to do this. We live in a world where everyone's pretty much virtual these days. So communication has really had to be at the forefront of business. So we have Slack, we have Teams, we have WhatsApp, we have IU Signal. We have all of these great ways that you can just flick someone a message and be like, hey, just had a conversation with X customer. You know, they spoke about X. Why can't you just have a a chat going on with different teams in the business about the conversations that are coming up? Or do you have a CRM? Where people record conversations that they have with customers in that CRM can you tag the marketing team and let them know there are so many ways in this day and age to try and or that we can it's not even about trying that we can relay information back to our marketing teams in order to create the best most focused most informative quality content to hit the market don't you want that to be you Or do you want it to be a competitor listening to this episode? But this is the thing. If we don't have our entire organization acting like they're on the same team and you have these small divisions and these little bitchings and these water cooler conversations that break down the culture, that comes across in your marketing because it's disjointed. Customers feel unheard because they're delivering the content to you. They're telling you what their problems are every single day in conversation as I constantly say and I feel like I should be quoted for this but every conversation is content start thinking like that start get your organization thinking like that especially your sales team now the other thing with content is if it's imagery I've worked in many businesses where there's work sites involved and to try and get sales teams to engage in taking photos and video and stuff like that of products and services happening out on sites where they're allowed to. I understand there's reasonable, there's definitely sites where you're not allowed to do things like that. But in places where there's ways that a sales team can get content creation, videos, you know, uh, case studies, like interviews, all of this stuff should be a no-brainer. Because if the sales team isn't getting this stuff, if they're not creating content, marketing has nothing to drive leads into the business and therefore sales have nothing to do. It also depends, obviously, if your sales team, maybe they're not an inbound sales team. So who's managing the inbound leads versus someone going out and being a BDM and and chasing work, but really looking at how you want to set your business up in that regard. That's my tip for you. We don't have time in 2022 for sales and marketing to still be arguing. Let's create harmony between these teams. And the only way that that can be done is if someone stands up and takes leadership over these team collaborations and gets that actually happening. I would love to hear how you go. I would love to hear if you have this conversation within your business and if you get success. Because you're all on the, if you're all in the same business, you're all on the same team and the better collabs you can get going on between people in different teams, the better the success of your marketing, which I truly believe. And also you will probably notice that your conversion rates go up. So it really pays to focus in on creating those relationships between your teams. I hope that has been absolutely helpful for you and that if you did love it, Reach out, let me know, leave me a review, get in touch. All my details are in the show notes. Have an awesome week.